Hi everyone, my name is June. I'm a first year in the Political Science Department at Michigan, and I want to welcome you all to Season 2, Episode 2 of Political Inquiry. Um, this is a Michigan Gaily podcast that explores queer and trans issues as they pertain to state-level politics in Michigan. So before we get started, I would like to give a special thanks to our social media and graphics director, Atticus Spicer, and our producer, Blake Bile, for their contributions on this episode. Without further ado, please enjoy. So today we are talking with a member of Milford High School um, GSA, Aaron Witt. So thanks so much for joining us. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, very excited for the interview. It's like a big thing for me. So I've been waiting for it like since we first emailed. So yeah. Yeah, great. I know I contacted you a little while ago. So I was hoping you would still be available. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to start today's conversation with a little bit of your background in queer advocacy. Um, could you tell us a little bit about what got you started? I've always been kind of big with activism, especially in it, just in my local area. In middle school, I was like very out about who I was. And I advocated for all of my friends and like other students around me. When I got to Milford, I was really excited because I found out about the club, which was originally called SPAM. I believe it stood for Student Pride Alliance of Milford, but it wasn't an official club. And as soon as um, our teacher that ran it was like, anyone want to represent the club? I immediately was like, me, because I was you know, really excited. So that's kind of what got me started. I've always been like a big leader with school and all that. Yeah, great. So that actually is right into my next question. I wanted to talk about a little bit more about the leadership role you recently took on and what you do for, sorry, what is the club now? Is this Milford Equity Club? Uh, Equality Club, Milford Equality, Equality club. club. So can you tell us a little bit about um, that moment, like when you decided to take that position? Well, it, it what really made me want to take that position in the first place was I tried to get a club started in uh, middle school and that didn't get me going. That didn't that didn't happen. So I was really excited when I found out that they needed someone to represent them as a club at Milford. And so I immediately offered and we got started like a week later. Um, I talked with the teacher who runs it. I wrote the entire mission statement myself along with wow. all the goals for the club. And yeah, it was just really exciting for me because I finally got to get a club started that I had been wanting to get started since seventh grade. Yeah, that's huge. So could you point us back to maybe seventh grade and what specific moment you realized like that there was a need for people like you? So the moment that really made me realize that was after I had come out to my choir class because the first teacher I came out to as trans was my choir teacher. And she offered to like let me, if I was comfortable, to like have a moment to like come out to the class and talk to them about it. And after I came out, like the same day, a bunch of students came up to like my teacher and started coming out to her as well. And it was just kind of a ripple effect of people finally feeling safe and knowing that they were comfortable there. So I was like, I, I heard about other clubs that people had had in high school. I hadn't really heard any about middle school, but I immediately went to my choir teacher and was like, hey, I think this would be a really cool club to get started. Um, and so hearing all the other people come out after I did was really what made me think, you know, we really need a place like this because so many kids were scared to come out until I did. Wow. So from there, what sort of happened next? Did you face any sort of like pushback or obstacles during that time? 
Uh, yeah, I, we first had to find a time around my schedule and also my teacher's schedule because she is a swim coach as well at a different school. And so we had to work around her schedule for timing. And I told like all my friends about it, but none of them wanted to join. And in order to get the club started, you have to have like at least five people and a mission statement and what your goals are. And I didn't really have any of that because nobody wanted to join. So it didn't really go anywhere. So you were able to overcome that in um, high school. So what did you, um, how did you sort of approach uh, overcoming that, that barrier to um, signups? Well, once I got to high school, they already technically had the club, but they weren't allowed to officialize it. I don't know the exact reason why, but I'm assuming it's the same reason that we had this year, which was, uh, you know, causing conflict between parents. But they already had like a whole group that was meeting because we were allowed to meet, we just couldn't officialize it. And knowing that they were trying really hard to get this club started, I was like, I'm going to take a step in. And so I had started the petition after I had a meeting with the principal and the two teachers that run the club. Uh, and I had found out that it wasn't officialized. I was asked to leave early because it was getting really intense. But only like half an hour after I was informed, I made the petition and my friends or my friends said, you know, it's probably not going to get more than like 50 signatures. Uh, and that's what I thought too. And then it got now at the end, it was 1,349 signatures. And wow, that was just insane. And I, heard, counting? I yeah, I got a lot of responses, especially from graduates, all saying that this club would have meant so much to them while they were in high school. So uh, hearing that also made me want to like really fight uh, to get this club officialized. Yeah, definitely. So you were actually called into this meeting with the principal of the high school and two other teachers, and they told you it was causing parent conflict? Uh, yeah, the, the principal, he we showed him the uh, mission statement, which I can read to you if you want. Yeah, absolutely. The words, here, I'll, I have different versions of the mission statement, but the, I'll read the one on the poster because that's what we showed him here at milford high school's equality club we strive for equality and acceptance between all students regardless of sexuality gender identity religion race and more we want to make an environment for all people to feel safe to feel welcomed and safe from harassment judgment and bullying just because of who they are and after he read it he told us that words like um, sexuality gender identity and in the original one that we also showed him, it had like POC. He said that this could cause conflict with parents and it could get on the news and it could go global, which was honestly ironic in the end because we got right. so much uproar just from the petition, which is just insane. Like none of us were expecting that at all. How did it feel to know that there were people in your community who would have agreed with that and would have said, no, this is too provocative for our schools. It made me like really upset to hear that because Milford is mostly a like conservative school, like not the mm. school itself, but the kids in it. Most of them are very like 
anti-LGBT, like homophobic, transphobic. That's just most of the kids there. So it just kind of hurt. But the only public backlash that we really got was um, my mom having an argument with some kid on Facebook who was very uneducated. And it was really funny because his responses were so incorrect when it came to grammar and spelling. And he like said my mom was being bad at spelling, but she's a award-winning author. So it was just really funny. But that was really the only backlash that we got publicly. No one ever like came up to me, but I was expecting some but that was really all that we got other than you know the teacher or the principal but the two teachers that were at the meeting were the ones who ran the club they were kind of getting in an argument with the principal which is why I was asked to leave like halfway through the meeting because it was getting very intense got you so how have things sort of smoothed over since um between Milford Equity and administration it took a while for them to actually respond to any of our emails so that we could get a meeting to smooth everything out. And there was a lot of uproar on Facebook from people in the community. And every time the the Huron Valley Facebook like replied to people's comments, they always said stuff. They always like said something different each time, but they had one consistent thing, which was that the student at the meeting, meaning me, um, got all the information that they needed to get the club started, which was not true. And they didn't respond to any of our emails until I made my own post calling them out. And eventually, like a week after the petition was posted, we uh, had a meeting with the principal, both vice principals, three students, including myself and our parents to get all of this cleared over. And we had to update our mission statement. Like it's now only one sentence with like half the words. Uh, It is now on our new poster. Um, We want to make a safe environment for all people to feel welcomed and safe from harassment, judgment, and bullying just because of who they are. And after we changed it to that, they said, okay, you can be approved. So that kind of sucked, but it just really smoothed over after that meeting. So hopefully at our next club meeting, which is next Wednesday, we will be able to hang up posters. How are things for the club now? And what does the next sort of uh, year look like or semester? It's looking really good. After the uh, original poster had spread all over Instagram and Facebook because I sent it to my mom, she posted it, I posted it. We had like three new members uh, join the club for our next meeting after the posters or yeah, the posters get spread online. Um, it sounds like we have a lot more people that are interested in coming and just haven't been able to make it yet. We'll finally be able to hang up posters now that we're official, which is really exciting. We're able to like advertise it, make announcements, and we're just, it's awesome. People are finally getting the club that they needed, which is just great to me. It's very exciting. So have you been able to connect with the larger network of LGBTQ groups in Michigan? Yeah, for the most part. I saw a lot of responses on the petition of people, and I also got in contact with people from other schools in our area about 
their clubs so that they could send us information that we could share, um, especially ones in the district, like our International Academy sent me some information. I got in contact with them. We got in contact with, I think, a high school in Rochester about their GSA club. And it was really nice to connect with new people that I had never met before after they joined the club. Right. You're seeing a lot of support from like different communities. Um, do you have any sort of um, support that you'd like to see from your specific community going forward? Yes. I hope that more people will help others find out about the club, especially like advertising it spreading it around because even after the posters and the posts all over like Facebook there's still people that don't know about it and just looking to like support the club in general with like making sure that it is not like uh, I'm trying to think of the word uh, like kind of defend it support it make sure that they don't get any backlash and just kind of educate people who are against it because a lot of people just don't agree with that kind of stuff like they're homophobic but they don't really know anything about it so I hope for people to like educate others on why we need this club for the most part right so you'd say there's a lot of sort of misconceptions about how queer people are um, portrayed yeah especially at my school a lot of kids make those jokes like just calling random things gay or making assumptions about people And I really wish that I could educate them on that kind of stuff, because I think the best way to change people's minds is through education and just kind of fighting back with like honesty and just defending yourself and not giving up that sort of thing. So, yeah, I just think that people need to be more educated, which is another reason why this club is necessary, because it's for anyone to join, especially if they want to learn more about us. Yeah. If there's anything you could sort of tell the community or explain about yourself or your work, is there anything you'd like to say? Let me think. Uh, Well, I would say don't give up with these sort of things because I've been dealing with bullying since like kindergarten and I never just like let them get away with it. Because if you just sit there and not tell anyone or you don't do anything about it, you're just going to have to deal with it all the time. So I would say try and get a club started, fight against bullying, uh, because I've been doing it for a long time and it really does pay off. Got you. So are there any other um, key takeaways from your experience that uh, stuck out to you as impactful? I found out that there were just a lot more people like me than I originally thought. I didn't, I thought that there was just like a tiny little community of us, but I found out that there were just so many people in support and people that I didn't even know, like supported this kind of thing, people in my community and friends. So it just like meant a lot to me. So there are a lot of people out there that you don't know actually support you, but there's more than you probably think there are, that sort of thing. Right. So you're a freshman now and you were in seventh grade when you sort of started in this world. Um, Is there any sort of advice you'd give to somebody in your shoes who's a little bit younger? I would say don't be afraid and just make sure to stick up for yourself. Be proud of who you are because it's not something to be ashamed of. 
it may feel like that at first. That's how I felt. I thought that nobody was going to like me, that it was like a bad thing, but just kind of learn to love yourself because that identity is a part of you and it's something that you should be proud of. So don't let anyone make you think otherwise. Just always be proud. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So that's where we're going to wrap it up for today. Thank you again so much for joining us on Political Inquiry. And we wish you and the Milford Equality Club best of luck. And we look forward to staying in contact with you. Thank you. This is an awesome opportunity.